I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, welcome to another episode of Australian Jams. I'm Gemma, as usual. Today I have someone who I've just met, but we've already bonded over football. I've got Dave from Orgimachi. How are you going? I'm well, Gemma. Thank I'm you well. so much for coming in at the late notice. That's okay. No, pleasure to be here. You were just in Sydney last night, you were telling me? I was up there um, going to see you too, actually. Amazing. Yeah, that was fun. I went and visited some friends, sort of saw that they were playing up there and I couldn't actually make them make the show in Melbourne and I wanted to see them play Joshua Tree start <laughs> to finish. And so it's yeah, worked it was, out. Yeah, it was really fun. It was great. Amazing. So, yeah. Um, so for people who don't know you just by me saying Dave from Augie March, yeah. can you tell us who you are and what you do? Um, well, Augie March, I'm the drummer in, in Augie March, yep. um, which that band has been going, it'll be... It'll be 24 years Wow! next March. Um, and the band is, it's all original members still there. Um, That's rare. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, Keenan's the new guy. He's been the keyboardist. He's been in it for 19 years. So we call him the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and that's, yes, that's been the, my main musical vehicle. That was everyone's first band. Yep. Um, except for Keenan, of course. He, <laughs> we sort of poached him from the Black Eyed Susans. Well, he still plays for them as well. Um, and, yeah, we've toured and toured around the world and released maybe six records. And, yeah, I do a bit of freelance work as well. Yep. Um, and we'll get into that later with some of the I thought song that choices. Yeah. Yes, um, just getting that's – that's always a bit of fun uh, to get some – different uh aspects and perspective to when you get to play music so yeah and i mean i've already mentioned it once but you're a collingwood supporter yes you're into footy. love footy footy head Perfect. um i'm a sport head probably you'd say my friends and family would tell me anything yeah i could watch any 
any sport that uh, at a high level. Perfect. <laughs> Maybe not in that, just whatever. Got no issues with that at all. Of <laughs> um, but you've also brought in three songs for us to chat about. I've obviously got my three. Mm. But let's kick it off with one of your choices. Which one would you like to start with? Well, the first one I... It would be the Letter String Quartet yep. with um, Marita Dyson. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, full transparency... Biddy Connor is my partner in the Letter String Quartet. She is she's the uh, sort of I suppose the leader of that ensemble. Yeah. Um, but uh, she and Marita collaborated on some songs about the Abbotsford Convent. Okay. And played those songs along with uh, another lyricist whose name escapes me, Maria Zajewski, I think her name is. And they, they performed those songs at the convent maybe four years ago uh, and they've, they eventually committed them to tape and they're just releasing, I think they've released this single and they'll release one next year, but it was really powerful, moving, yeah. just hearing a string quartet and a voice sing about uh, some of the history of the, the convent uh, in Abbotsford and... Marita is a wonderful singer, wonderful songwriter, amazing storyteller, um, both when she's talking about it and, and singing it. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a very um, – this was my first choice because it's, it's um, powerful and interesting. You don't get to hear it often, just string quartet and voice yeah. in a contemporary way. Totally. You know, in a contemporary format, so. First thing I thought when I heard this was how delicate it was, and I guess, like, string quartet, it seems obvious, but it feels different to, like, a typical kind of string quartet vibe. Mm. But it feels very delicate because there's a lot of plucking of strings mm. more than simply, like, what a string quartet usually yeah. does. Bowing and... Yes, it, well, that that's part of the... Uh, I suppose the contemporary, it's nature of it. It's the different textures are featured and, you know... Um, Biddy composed the music, so there's a, f- a few different techniques in there as well as just the regular bowing on a string in a long note, legato. Yeah. There's a bit of, uh, like you said, plucking and percussive things just because it's just them, four, four string players and a voice. Mm. They, you know, there's a bit of space there and contrasting rhythmically you can do things to interact with the voice. Mm. as well so yeah there's a lot of room to breathe and and uh move around and hear hear what's going on the space around the instruments as well which is a little bit scary at times as well isn't it scary well i don't i like space scary yeah yeah, maybe out of space that's scary but (laughs) space in music i i love that (laughs) as a vocalist do you reckon it would be a little bit nerve-wracking though it exposes you a little bit i've got no doubt it it uh is is that and i think marita um, she definitely live. It's like a really delicate balance mm. of just um, knowing you're, you're, like you said, you're exposed. So yeah. you got to know your part, and also just being really down with the the piece of music. Yeah. So, but the, again, it's that whole thing of that delicateness that that really brings the audience into play a lot more. It's very quiet. You um, just that whole maybe the the, the intensity of it yeah. is really compelling. Yeah, for some reason in my head, it just reminded me of um, 
a few years ago when Gordy was releasing her record, I went and saw her play at a tiny little chapel. And mm. obviously the space is relevant in terms of the convent, things like that. But mm. it just reminds me of how delicate it was on stage that everyone had to be so much quieter and kind of lean in to feel it fully. And maybe yeah. that's kind of what that feeling is, is that yeah. you're leaning into it more. That's right. Yeah, that intimacy yeah. is really... Like there's an art to that, you know, being able to um, convey that and, and be welcoming into that 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 moment, mm. you know, not sort of, I, I think, the ter- like smash down that fourth wall, bet- the wall between you and the audience makes make it like a, you know, commune together. Looking into the camera. Well, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> well, that maybe uh, uh, It's more just if you're... If you're together, you lose yourself in, in the moment together. That is, yeah. there's a real art to that. It's yeah. hard to do. Should we listen to it? Of course. So this one is the Letter String Quartet with Marita Dyson, and it's called All the Stories. Oh, 
one you just heard was all the stories from the Letter String Quartet with Maria Dyson, Marita Dyson. Sorry, um, My first song for today is one that I think people have been waiting five years for, <laughs> five long years. Um, I've chosen the new number one dad single, Another Day, after the really well-received record in 2014. He's back after doing no mono stuff and a few other little things here and there. I think... The cool thing about this is that the arrangement, and this is from someone that doesn't play music, the arrangement doesn't seem overly complicated and it allows the vocal to really be showcased and I think that's what Tom does really well and it's come through here so it's like, okay, you're back with a bang rather than just more of the same or anything like that. It's different enough but it's still Tom and the vocal is really important to that whole feeling. Yeah, well... I I know Tom mostly through Big Scary. Yep. Um, but definitely that voice is. This is a bit more. It feels a bit more informal mm. um, than than Big Scary. Yeah. And, and like, I guess bedroom recording like, or even though, you know, it probably was a studio, and he, <laughs> I think he owns a studio, runs one. But yeah. Yeah, he's definitely got. Definitely the voice, there's a real um, intimate aspect to his singing on this thing. Totally. It feels, if you're listening with headphones, it feels really close Super to Super quiet, ears. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, you know, he's almost whispering the vocal. And yeah. There's something about it because he, he looks so unassuming as well when you see him and the video is him dancing around with a baby strapped to his chest and it's just mini like... Mini-me. Do, do you reckon there's a bit of mini-me about that? You know, <laughs> Austin Power-esque or no? <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's just I did not expect that video from him either because he seems so just unassuming is the word that I keep repeating. But, yeah, it was just... And then having seen him most recently in the context of No Mono, which yeah. is this... Com- it's not completely different, but it is a very much a world apart It's a lot from, more stylized, I would say. Yeah, yeah, and it's very kind of serious on stage and this maybe didn't feel as serious. It was just fun as yeah, well yeah. Um, but it hasn't lost any of what 
Tom does really well. So I think it's a really interesting kind of different take on other projects that he's done. He's done really well to entertain different parts <laughs> of his, you know, musical personality and, yeah. and things he enjoys. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. He seems like a genius. Wish I had his brain sometimes. <laughs> anyway, let's listen to it rather yeah. than hear me. Uh, this is Another Day by Number One Dads and we'll be back in a moment. Wanna spit myself here, yeah, I'm all fessed up now I'm tripping to the country to see my love Picking through the pieces, I'm all messed up Can't save it for another day Feeling kinda lazy, I just woke up Sipping on my juice, yeah, that's just in
That one was Another Day from Number One Dad's first single since 2014 from Tom. Um, we have another song from you? Yes. Elizabeth. Amazing. Uh, this song was a baby. Beautiful baby. Beautiful baby. That's right. Yeah, look. I, um, I saw this song. I saw the clip on Rage one night. Yeah. And the clip was okay. <laughs> the song was so killer. I yeah. thought, wow, I've got to check that out. And I think I streamed it and listened to it like five times in a row. Wow. And I was just like, yeah, look, the, the, the middle eight, the hair on the back of my neck stood up on end. I was like, that's a really, really great. Her, Elizabeth's um, former band, what, Totally Mild. Yep. Fan of them, definitely. Yeah. Um, this feels really, again, this is a lot more, this is stylized, you know, in a sort of, way it sounds like she sort of distilled her ideas down with the producer um whose name escapes me i think he he anyway i'll look it up later yeah yeah look it up <laughs> later um he's yeah they did a great job very twin peaks julie cruz yeah super like they really nailed that feel yeah but really strong vocal performance great arrangement great um yeah, everything about it was fantastic. I really love it and the epicness of it. I, yeah. I, I, I like a bit of epic. <laughs> Jeez, I went to see you two last night, you know. Um, so I was really, yeah, it was really, um, it sounded like a real leap forward in her um, artistic progression. Yeah. Because I, I like that last um, Totally Mild record and this feels like just another leap forward, even though the Totally Mild one uh, – there's a co-writer in there, Zach. Um, this one on her own, it sounds like, you know, it's, it's a, I think it's a very personal record for her. Mm. But the two singles that I've heard off that record, I think Parties, um, yeah. that's another killer tune, really great. And I think they really did a great, fantastic job. Yeah. And we were just talking off air about the artwork as well. I think the artwork for this is incredible. Yeah. And it's so, it's almost like, what we're talking about in your last song with the vulnerability of having so much space, having such a close-up on your face yeah. is a vulnerable thing as Definitely. well. Definitely. I think, yeah, the, like it's a very – lyrically it sounds like a very personal record, mm. but they've definitely done a great job of getting the artwork, getting the songs, getting the sounds, everything. It sounds like they've just really worked hard at yeah. making it this one amazing – it's a strong artistic statement. And that's kind of what we've come to expect, not just from Elizabeth, but from our golden friend as well, the yeah. label and kind of management group that she's associated yeah. with. And it feels very much like they've got a taste level that they're throwing out to you. And it's funny because I, when I was listening to this one, I remember talking about a Chitra song a few weeks ago. Um, and while they're very different styles, they are both our golden friend, but there's a moment with Chitra where it feel it doesn't feel wrong, but it feels different the way she's moving her voice up an octave and it feels like it's strained but in a good way and mm -hmm. I, I felt that on this song as well in some moments it's like it doesn't quite go where you're thinking mm. and I think it's really fascinating how that's a weird stylistic thing that's come across both of those artists when their sounds are completely different mm. and it's kind of becoming a thing that some vocalists are doing to kind of play with you a little bit. Sure. Well, I, it, I reckon it's just about growing it and exploring yeah. your artistic practice, and your again that whole exploring parts of your parts of the, you know, the 
the music rainbow and mm. and it does it sounds authentic. Yeah. You know, sometimes you hear people doing things that you know you admire the effort and where they're going. That mightn't sound mightn't ring true. This bloody yeah. rings true to me anyway. Totally. And it could as you said Twin Peaks, I thought 80s John Hughes film soundtrack. Sure. So that well, fits yeah. as well. Same That's era. Zone, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's listen to it, though. This one's called Beautiful Baby. It's by Elizabeth. Oh, uh-huh. 
you just heard Beautiful Baby from Elizabeth. Go and check that one out. Um, my next song choice is by an Adelaide artist named Bier, um, working with another artist called Ella Ion for this one. It's called August. Um, I've been a big fan of Bier for a number of years, and it's been interesting to see them develop into kind of different sounds over the time. And the previous song was like had a Phil Collins saxophone part on it. It was completely different to what they'd done before. I feel like this song is an amalgamation of all those things coming together in the right way. And it's like, okay, this is it now. And this is where we're going to go forward from here. And that is very much evident in the harmonies with Ella as well. And I just really like the kind of arrangement of this song. I think it's really beautiful, really interesting. And yeah, it's just, it finally feels like they've settled into something now and can go forward. I'd never heard of this artist, so I will, full disclosure. So, <laughs> so there, this was a new thing for me. Again, yeah, because yeah, I, I, you have been following this artist for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I, I came across them because I was taking one of my artists to Adelaide and was trying to find supports mm. and just looking through and I found Bier and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then they released a record and they did a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. But it kind of went under the radar in Australia. I think they've done quite well overseas, but in Australia there's less eyes on them maybe. Mm. Um, but this, I think, will change that a little bit. I think this song is really strong. And they're based out of Adelaide, you said? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I, I expect to see them move to a biggest... Yeah. <laughs> Bigger centre. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Or overseas, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Never, see, never know. Um, yeah. But I think they do have some links with some labels or something overseas, so um, be interested to see what happens it's there. It's good that you're repping this. <laughs> <laughs> What's the whole point of the podcast? Yeah, it's good. Like, um, it's, it was great. So, yeah, it was a very interesting listen um, just to hear thing. And, and this is definitely something that I wouldn't normally come across. So, yeah. Yeah, it was new and exciting yeah. for me to hear and... I mean, I love harmonies, so this got me straight away. Get into uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Weird. <laughs> but yeah, let's listen to it. This one is Bier. So it's B-J-E-A-R and Ella Ion. Um, it's called August.
One was Bier and Ella Ion with August. We're up to your last song, Dave. Yes. Which one have you chosen? So this song I've chosen Dyson Stringer Cloer. Mm-hmm. So Jen Cloer, Mia Dyson, Liz Stringer. Who loves footy? Yes. Hawthorne Sporter. Yeah, Liz, big, big footy head. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a record together recent. Yep. Uh, in New York, no, we're Chicago, and actually asked me to do some touring with them. So, oh, really? Yeah, I've just finished touring with them. Oh, of course, I saw you at yeah, Hella. Yeah, and they, I actually didn't choose a song off the last, off the most recent record, but they did a tour in 2013, which actually I did a bit of. I couldn't, I, I was just asked to do six shows while Danny, the, the regular drummer, he was busy. I think working elsewhere, uh, and they recorded a, an EP for that that tour. Yeah, um, and one of the songs of off that EP is the one I've chosen. It's called "Save Me." Yeah, and I think it's a Jen Clower song. And it at the time it moved me, and it still moves me. It's a, such a fantastic song. I think it's one of the the best songs Jen's ever written. Mm. And the way they play it is fantastic, and it's just a great. Really, I love the the words, the the, uh, the you know what the subject matter she talks about, and just the three women how they execute the song, mm. and just get to for me to get to sit there and play it and hear them sing together. It's fantastic. So yeah, that was why. Well, it's funny how I didn't make the connection until just now. How that show recently? I think that this song really stood out in the context of the set mm. and that was my reference point for this song mm. and um, full circle. I, I think it really does stand out because I think lyrically 
yes, it's super strong, but the way they perform it, yeah, it's not a big rock song like Believer and things like that, are, which right. are awesome, and mm. they are always going to stand out in a set because they're kind of the more mm. intense ones. But this one, it's similar to your other ones, where it forces everyone in a little bit, yeah, and kind of feeling almost a compassion towards the performers in a way. Of course. Well, she's asking her uh, the protagonist to save me from myself. So, like, save, you know, and that thing it rings true, you know, those things that we have in our life that we love so much, some of them can be bad for us. And, yeah. You know, yeah, that, that, that was a really, it really did ring true. And that, that's a great song too for it. Like you said, it's sort of a, can be a, a, a hub around which a set can revolve because mm. it sort of can, you know, transition from one feeling or, you know, m- you know, big rock moment to another slower one. It's not necessarily quiet, but it starts quiet, but gets intense, but not loud. Yeah. Loud, but not, in, you know. It's powerful in a different intense, way. Intense, but not loud. And that, yeah, and that sort of thing, that they're, they're, they're the really good things when it doesn't have to be loud to be intense. I think this is the kind of song we could have only hoped for from these three artists coming together as well. Yeah. In a way. Definitely the yeah, well Jen her the harmony singing in it, that's you know, mm. that's something that Liz and Mia have bring to Jen's music that uh, you know, it's been in there before but maybe not to this sort of breadth and depth. Particularly in a live setting as well. Of course. And look, but they move as one mm. now, like that making that rec- most recent record, it definitely is a different feeling being up on stage with them as opposed to the last tour, which was more a review of sorts because they were just playing each other's songs that they'd written, yeah. you know, before they'd done any collaborating, where this most recent record is them collaborating going into the creative process, going into that really, you know, into the studio and yeah. then and composing, arranging, doing all these things and really going deep. And that was in Wilco studio, they That's said. That's right, at, at The Loft this yeah. year in Chicago. So, yeah, because Liz is based half the year in Canada, Mia based in America, in LA, Jen here. Yeah. So they that was where they sort of decided to go do it. I mean... Pretty good choice of place. I think, yeah. I had to tell him to shush about it because I was getting very <laughs> well gel. I was getting well gel about it all when they were oh, talking. Now you have a link there. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. this song is never fails to hit for me anyway. Yeah, I yeah. Love, I love playing it and, yeah, just listening to it on occasion can really, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. They well, captured something. Let's listen to it. Um, Save Me From What I Want by Dyson Stringer Cloa, and we'll come back with my last track. Summer had burned long and hot, fields had turned to dust. It had been so long since I had even touched someone. I waited, oh, I waited long. My body could not lie Felt a storm come rising up inside
This I know for sure. If I cannot have anything, I want it even more. You asked me if I was okay, but then it was too late. You were everything that I had longed to. That was Save Me From What I Want by Dyson Stringer Cloa. Um, new record is out now, so go and listen to that one. It's brightly coloured, hard to miss. Um, my last song is by friends that I always talk about, Kilns, K-I-L-N-S, for people who don't understand me saying that. Um, it's called The House We Lived In. It's from their debut album that's just come out, You Can Bet Your House On Me. Everyone that's listened to the podcast before knows how much I love Kilns, how much I love the songwriting, 
how much I, th- I think their live show is incredible. Um, and this record is an example of all of that stuff come together. I tend to judge records that have singles that were from years ago put on it and it sort of almost sometimes feels like it's a space filler. But for this record, I think it's those songs are like segues between parts of the record and I think they're really important parts of the record. Um, but this song is definitely my favourite. I've heard it in multiple different formats. I'm really excited with the way it's come out on the record. I've listened to it way too many times since the record came out. Um, and they're also playing the Gasso on December 13th with David M. Williams and Beck Goring, footballer. Um, <laughs> so make sure you come to that. Anyway, that's my little rant about Kelms. Did you like the song? I did. I, I heard... <laughs> when I was listening to it, I, I heard some touchstones with some artists that made... Maybe, you know, we've played with it. There might have been some influences. Definitely a big one that, that sort of came to mind was Paul Dempsey from Something for Kate. I love him. Yeah. So he's um, – so definitely that sort of confessional, mm. you know, the aspect of it. Um, yeah, lots of t- twists and turns in the – musically as well. Yeah. You know, which is another – not necessarily a Something for Kate thing, but more like maybe jumping from that – um, the sort of subgenre of music that something for Kate drew from, that's sort of not necessarily math rock, which mm. is what it was called, but yeah, sort of you know going to different light and shade within a song. Yeah, you know, not yeah some tight corners. <laughs> yeah, making a change there. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned something for Kate because that's all Paul Dempsey because that's the drummer Dave and I go to something for Kate gigs religiously and yeah. I know that they love him so that's a yeah. good reference point. Well yeah look I it's just something that immediately spoke to me. Yeah. Yeah look and I'm sure there's more uh, you know that that was a quite a that was a something that came straight away. Mm. Um, but definitely the um, maybe the confessional aspect of it is something that has th- that you know that feels con- you know contemporary now definitely yeah. and that's really coming up with in regard to both, you know, bands such as Camp Cope and uh, maybe Smith Street Band, this one is a bit more stylized than that. You know, they're a bit more, um, n- maybe not as punky. Yeah. A bit more, I guess, metronomic or, yeah, they've, they've really refined it. Yeah. They've refined their sound and it sounds like you, they've gone through and tried a few different things. You said you heard the song in a few different formats and different yeah. ways. And, I mean, they've been in a, a few different bands and iterations oh, before right. getting to this point. Yeah. So um, Dave and Mickey used to be Salador, right. who did reasonably well years ago. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mickey did his own stuff as Mickey Cooper. That's a really good record as well, but it's more solo vibe. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of them coming together with another couple of guys and kind of really honing in on it. And I yeah. think this is the best version of them. Mm. Um, but, yeah, this song definitely I've seen them play it live a couple of times and demos and different things. And the point that it's got to it, it feels um, restrained in a way. Like it's not just completely raw and completely out there, but the yeah. lyrics are very personal and very, yeah. like, touch you. Yeah. But it's not punk, as you said. Like it does – it's not – rash it's not any of those things but yeah. it's still the lyrics are there of course yeah there's definitely a punk element to it in that um 
personalness mm. and like punk was really about just me to you talking at you. Yeah. You know? Um, Almost stream of consciousness in a way as well. Definitely. And that, yeah, there, there's definitely, there's been, especially in our, in our city, mm. uh, that sub genre of music and the, the culture around it as well. You totally. Know? So it's, they uh, sound like they've sprung from there and, mm. you know, so. Yeah. I'm very excited about this record if no one can tell. Um, the artwork is beautiful as well. I think everything they've done is very considered. So, yeah. yeah, go and check them out. But definitely try to see them live because I think their live show is kind of the epitome of what they are. So definitely go and check that out yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, I will be there if anyone <laughs> cares about that <laughs> part of it. But should we listen to the song? Of course. This one's called The House We Lived In. It's by Kilns. Their record is called You Can Bet Your House On Me. We'll be back in a moment. That if I didn't meet someone so badly This might never have been anything Maybe we were patients of this house so long We never felt our patience wearing thin And I don't know how to keep checking in Calm down We lived in, but I'll never go inside. Remember when the drugs tried to convince? It's like my veins are so exposed It's funny this motherfucker can't seem to find his Yeah, I suppose that's how this shit begins Calm down, we're ringing out Hung up on the line trying to make shapes out That was The House We Lived In by Kilns. We've finished all our songs, but you have a big old tour coming up. So, well, kind of the second part of a tour. That's right. Well, to coin, to invoke that, you know, an often heard term uh, due to popular demand, we had, <laughs> we, we, we did a, a tour, an On The Quiet tour, which was a tour we actually did back in 2009. Wow. Um, we 
did a little anniversary tour in the middle of the year, up sort of the, mostly East Coast, yep. Melbourne, Canberra, Sydney, Brisbane, um, and it went really well. But we and we had enough we had enough people from SA and WSA. What the hell? Yeah, um, they always do. Of course, it's tough. I yeah. understand that. Yeah, it's really tough. And we found a little break in the schedule in December. And we decided, yep, that sounds like that looks like a good spot. And we lined it all up, and so we're we're actually doing an Adelaide show. We're doing a Fremantle show, so we get our Perth crew over to Freo, and, <laughs> and as well as doing a nice a couple of shows in Melbourne because we, yeah, again, it was there was still people that hadn't seen it and, yeah. and expressed a an interest in more like you know you know come on let's do this so <laughs> uh, yep. One in Melbourne, one in Castlemaine down at the Theatre Royale. That would be beautiful. Of course, yeah. That's a r- lovely space. Tim and his mob are fantastic old friends and they're really building something great in that yeah. in that town. Definitely. You know, and we've got a lot of friends who live there now, so there's, it's a real burgeoning music, cultural arts, just you know, uh, creative arts scene there. Mm. So it's lovely to pop up there and visit them and that's a yeah. great space to, to to get to play music in. Yeah. You know, Northcote Social Club is another we're actually that's where we're doing the Melbourne show and fun little fact is we're the first band ever to play in that room. We were the first band to play at the at really? the Northcote Social Club. So that's just up the street. That's right. So but yeah, South Australia at the the Gov which we we haven't played the gov for maybe 10 years it might be wow. the, yeah so it's nice to go back to an old haunt um somewhere great and we're playing uh frio social which used to be the fly by nightclub in Fremantle, which oh, is another wow. ripping place we we played um so yeah we're looking forward to doing all those again it's it's a great um real disparate you know contrasting venues we're going to be playing in mm. and yeah this tour is all about stripping the songs back to their essence, bit of reinterpreting some songs. Yeah. Um, it's interesting you talk about going back to kind of your roots in a way or back to the those venues that you were yeah. doing 10 years ago, things like that, mm-hmm. because I was talking to the guys from Glass Animals last week about how they came back and they played smaller rooms and they're doing things because they're trying to replicate their first shows to as kind of a restart and do you find it kind of a refresh of everything else you're doing to kind of take yourself back there of course it it it's not this look i wouldn't for us it's not about sort of trying to go back to a place where we were 20 years ago Mm. it's it's that whole thing of offering something to our audience that for we haven't offered for a while something new something interesting for them it's also offers something for us as well on the quiet when we did it back 10 years ago um we were playing big rooms but we played we went and booked small rooms really small rooms for this yeah limited capacity we let our audience know hey we're going to be playing songs from all our records uh but we're going to be reinterpreting them some of them we're going to be some of them are going to just be down to what maybe they were in the demo form mm. Glenn's voice, you know, our voices together, we all, you know, all the harmonies, simple instrumentation. So it, what it, 
we found um, it offered the audience a chance to come and hear any song from any album we've done uh, and not have to sit through any new music they might, may or may know or like. Yeah. Even though we, we do play some new music. Yeah. It offered our, us the opportunity to do any song we wanted to do and interpret anyway. And it was, it's, it was a really, again, that we communed together and that was really, yeah. it was a positive um, step then. And just the response now, since when we've come back and just given it a reprise, has been the same. Yeah. Keen, so, keen to get into those small rooms again? Keen in the small room, different forums, face-to-face, again, that whole intimate yeah, homespun. It be um, informal. Yeah, you know that informal. Like we, we got, we have, we do our other bigger shows where there's a big, bigger production. You know, put a bit. You know, do bring different things to it. Again, you're in a bigger room. Mm. There's heaps more visuals. This one's just like, yeah, you're you're sitting in on a rehearsal almost. Yeah. You know, so very informal, but also everyone's there. You can hear it. They don't have to. We haven't turned up to a hundred to you know the guitars and the drums aren't going mental. Everyone, you can hear everyone's voice. I mean, that sounds ideal to me. <laughs> Don't have to bring your earplugs along. It's true. Well, maybe the my between song banter you might have to jam him in there for that. But <laughs> me and Glenn can sometimes waffle on. But yeah. as long as it's about football, it's fine. <laughs> well, occasionally we do. <laughs> Who does Glenn go for? Glenn's actually an, a bomber supporter. He's a diehard bomber supporter. Yeah, he's had he's done it tough in recent times. Uh, Keenan, diehard Bulldogs. Oh God. Yeah. That pains me. me. Collingwood Football Club member. I don't care what you think. It's uh, fine. Collingwood's fine. Adam. He Adam is a uh, the guitar player. He's probably he he's a Sydney Swan supporter, but he doesn't really care. That makes. Me and sad. then Ed. Ed, Ed's not really interested in football. Well, Ed misses out. Ed misses out. Yeah, sport is not his. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he's a he, he's his own sort of uh, weather system when it comes to those things. <laughs> his own planet. I mean, I'm sure Ed loves his life. Oh no, he does love yeah. it. No, he he's he's a uh, he is he works in environmental, you know, uh, sort of helping bush regeneration. Wow. Crew. You know, when he's not playing music, he's got a real that's that's a real passion of his. So, yeah, he's deep in different ways. That's cool. <laughs> Maybe deeper than all of us. <laughs> Footy's fun. Yeah, he, 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 he learned a long time ago. He just sort of no, he doesn't want to talk about football. My brother's like that. I've got two brothers. One yeah. is obsessed with football. The other would, when we took him to a game, brought a book and read the whole time. So that gives you an, an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did he enjoy the experience of being but, with? 50,000 people or however no, many? Not at all. Near on. He's never come back to the football since. Yeah. I not even if, to women's football. Yeah. I suppose if you... Well, I've had friends who went to a grand final and read a book. Yeah. It's all right. Deborah Conway's husband, who I played with Deborah Conway for a few years, <laughs> Willie turned up and read a book at a grand final. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. Everyone's <laughs> different. You've got to accept people how they are. True that. Um... But people can go and grab tickets to your shows. That's right, yeah. Augiemarch.com slash tour or check out the socials. You can – all the links are there. We'll put a link in the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, so everyone go and check that out. Um, yeah. Check out Kilns 
at the Gasso as well. That's a good one to go Gasso, to as yeah. well. It does not clash with your show, so it's okay. Good, good. <laughs> I checked that before. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can also go and check out all the artists that we've chatted about and Augie March. Um, stream them, listen to them legally. Please go and see them live because it very much helps artists um, more than you realise. Thank you so much for coming in and chatting music with me. It's been a pleasure to join you, Gemma. Excellent. And uh, hopefully I'll catch you at your Melbourne show. Yeah, do it. Just walk up the street. It's going to be great. Um, Otherwise, I'll catch everyone in two more weeks. um, And, I don't know, enjoy music. Keep listening to Play on Radio. See ya. Bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.